Hello, and welcome to Miles' Book Club. Um, this week, we'll be, we will be discussing uh, George Orwell's Animal Farm. Now, let's get right into it. Um, in the start of the book, uh, we are introduced to a farm uh, and the animals on it. We in are introduced then to Old Major, who calls all the animals together in the barn at night after everyone's gone to sleep. And he says that he has a prophecy, or a dream rather, that there will be no more humans to tell them what to do, and they will all be free in the future. Eventually, one night, uh, I believe the farm owner's name is Mr. Jones, and he, he does something that manages to anger the animals, and they decide to all attack him at once, getting him out of their, uh, quote, their land, they believe, and then he retreats along with other farmers uh, out of the uh, farm. The animals then decide to rename the farm, quote-unquote, Animal Farm, like the title of the book. So, throughout the entire farm, pigs are known as the smart ones and kind of educate everyone on what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And one of these uh, pigs is named Snowball, and he teaches them how to read, and then he eventually writes something that they call the Ten Commandments, I believe, which is just different rules. Uh, that they shouldn't do and how not to be like how humans were. And the first one is, or the most important one is, all animals are tr created equal and treated equal. Eventually, Mr. Jones comes back to take uh, his farm back in control from the animals, but they defeat him swiftly again. And this time, uh, Napoleon and Snowball kind of... Napoleon wants to kind of gain control, and Snowball kind of opposes that. They also have the idea of building this... I believe it's um, like a wind uh, mill thing to generate electricity for the entire farm. But they kind of uh, joust on that, and they decide eventually not to do it. During the engagement between Snowball and Napoleon about the windmill, there are nine dogs, I believe, that come and attack uh, Snowball. And this is because Napoleon had raised them since they were puppies, claiming that he just is trying to educate them and give them a better life. But eventually this is to gain power and take Snowball out. And eventually, during the engagement, he forces Snowball off the farm and he does not return. After ousting Snowball from the group, Napoleon then decides that the windmills is quite a good idea and decides to build one. But until Everything's good until one day he f if animals find that the windmill is toppled over. Napoleon claims that it was Snowball who ultimately did this. There's very little proof to show that, but this is just one example of how he rewrites history to show that Snowball's a villain and that he is the true hero, that the uh, leader that <clears throat> the animals of the farm deserve. Eventually, there's some disagreement between um, Napoleon and another farmer neighboring. I believe it was over, like, I can't remember, I think it was Glue. But he he then sends the entire animal farm to go attack, not the entire farm, but some of the members of the animals to go attack him, and uh, they ultimately injure Boxer in the process. I have not mentioned Boxer before, but he's a fairly prominent character throughout the story, and after this battle, I guess you could say, he does not necessarily reappear, and none of the animals necessarily know where he is, they just assume that he died of his injuries. But that is not necessarily true. Napoleon sold him for money, I believe, so that he could get more whiskey, which I will talk whiskey I will talk about later 
uh, as a literary element. Eventually, after I believe at least a year, um, the animal farm is turning into less and less of an animal farm. It's now returned to how the rule was under Mr. Jones. The animals are starting to do more uh, human-like things. For example, wearing clothing, standing on two legs, and doing other such things. And as the story concludes, Napoleon starts to seem more like a human, and the animals of the farm can no longer distinguish Napoleon from another human. And things just turn back to how they were at the beginning of the novel. So this entire novel is an allegory for uh, communist Russia under Stalin's rule, and can be seen uh, in many different ways. <clears throat> the first off being uh, the way that Napoleon gains control. Uh, he claims that he wants to raise and help uh, support these puppies. But he then uses them in a maniacal manner to oust Snowball and then gain control as the undictated uh, leader of the farm. There's also a clear allegory for Napoleon being the bourgeoisie, while the rest of the animals are considered the proletariat and doing the hard, dirty work for uh, so that the, pro the bourgeoisie, I apologize, can be uh, more successful. There is also some. Uh, clear symbolism throughout the book that also uh, applies to the allegory, the first of which being the uh, the whiskey that Napoleon starts drinking. Someone, you can be relating it to drinking the Kool-Aid, but as uh, Napoleon drinks more and more of this whiskey and gets needs more and more of it, he becomes less and less like an animal and becomes more and more like a human. And you can see the progression throughout the novel. The more whiskey that he has, the more like a human he acts. It is also eventually re revealed, like I mentioned earlier, that after Boxer sustains injuries from attacking a, a neighbor farmer, uh, he is then sold by Napoleon so that he can gain more money for whiskey. And this is just another representation of how they are starting. the animals are starting to change and become more like the humans, specifically Napoleon. When I was thinking about what the theme of this novel could be, I had to do a little bit of research on it because it seemed like a fairly complex topic that was supposed to be understood in uh, through Orwell's writing. And when I was researching this, I found that he wanted to us to understand how totalitarianism is not good, even when it happens, you have to kind of fight against that, and he shows that through the way that characters act in the book, specifically Napoleon, like I had mentioned. When I was researching, they also gave clear examples of how totalitarianism is seen. The first of being when the pigs uh, take more uh, supplies and resources than uh, than the other animals because they claim that they are smarter and that they need to have more supplies because they are superior to the others. And this can be explicitly seen, and is supposed to happen like this, through Orwell's final moment in the novel. It states that 12 voices were shouting in anger, and they were all like, the question, what had happened to the faces of the pigs? The creatures outside looked from pig to man, from man to pig, and from pig to man again. But already, it was impossible to say which was which. Orwell, page 139. This is a clear reference to how the revolution in Russia was supposed to help benefit everyone, but in the end, it only helped Lenin. I, it was not, I mentioned Stalin earlier, it was supposed to be Lenin, how Lenin 
only benefited it benefited along with the rest of the bourgeoisie. Um, as a clear reference to that. This is a clear reference to how in Russia the, the communist revolution was supposed to help benefit everyone, but ultimately only helped Lenin. Like I mentioned earlier, I meant to say I said Stalin, but I meant to say Lenin. Uh, but how Lenin and the rest of the bourgeoisie were only benefited from the proletariat, and they claimed uh, dictatorship and leadership roles by stating that everyone would be benefited, but in reality, just like it is in the book, that was not necessarily true. And to conclude this podcast, I want to finish off with a, the last literary element that I find is important, being irony. Irony uh, is intertwined with every single literary element I had previously mentioned uh, because of the main reason that this irony was that pigs were not supposed to become humans. They said this in the commandments that they had written, and then they all unanimously agreed on this. And the irony is that by the end of the novel, the difference between pig and man was very hard to tell. And it's clear through the use of irony, symbolism, and major themes that Wells Orwell, sorry, wanted to make clear that totalitarianism and the real-life communist revolution was a failure, and we need to understand that these types of leaderships and governmental uh, functions do not work well, and that is the overall meaning of the novel.